the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. That's right, my babies. Nowhere I'd rather be on this Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Mm, thank you, indeedy. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got a little froggy in my throat, but that ain't going to stop me from doing my thing tonight here on this Friday Eve. And glad to have you guys here with me tonight, as always, like I am every night. I promise y'all someday real soon we'll be back on Facebook Live. They keep stringing it out, keep restricting me. But there's so many different ways that you can listen and be a part of the show. Whether you're listening in your car on the way home, enjoy the fact that we got some evening, uh, I guess we got some partial sunshine here in San Diego. <clears throat> if you are listening to us on the stream, welcome aboard. Feel free to download our podcast if you miss any part of tonight's show or, or, or you just enjoyed it so much you want to listen to it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lots of ways that you can be a part of the show tonight. Of course, you can call in. Our call-in live number is 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. Do also feel free to email me at com. I check emails throughout the show and try to read those out when I get a chance. we got a packed show for y'all tonight. So much happening but not happening on Indictment Watch <clears throat> over President Trump. We had some explosive stuff happening today in front of Congress involving the CEO of TikTok. Any of y'all out there on TikTok? Y'all might not be after uh, we, well, we shared a story last night that's horrifying that has to do with children and deaths involving these TikTok challenges. That was part of what was discussed today at these TikTok hearings. We've got that to share with you guys a little bit later. <clears throat> more that you need to know, more news you can use, as well as we, we want to share with you what happened today and the possibility of a ban on TikTok. Speaking of bans, the left is, they're doubling down and they ain't giving up on their idea of gun bans in this country. Make no mistake about it, that's exactly what the plan is long term. And they, they, they plan to take your guns. It's death by a thousand cuts or so their plan is. We've got special in-studio guests for you guys that are going to be here to talk about that as well as, is, <clears throat> what you need to do to defend yourself against the explosive and ever increasing crime wave in this country. So stay tuned for that. You're not going to want to miss that. They're going to be here after the first break. And then we've also got a potential vote tomorrow in Congress for the parental rights bill. And it also got a little explosive today and also ridiculously propagandistic involving what the Republicans want to do in terms of parental rights. Like, should we even have to be discussing? Do we? Why in the world? Look how far we've gone in this country to no longer be America when we have to have Congress to actually give parental, cook up a parental rights bill. Is it not in the implied 
in the U.S. Constitution that parents have a right to raise their children? To me, it is. You have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and your child is is not property of the state. More on that a little bit later. But there was a really interesting – well, first of all, let me give you a quick update on the Trump grand jury. We were told that they took a break yesterday on Wednesday after Costello's – uh, which was Michael Cohen. Two things happened yesterday that caused that was cause for a pause in the grand jury hearings. One was the uh, reports from Michael Cohen's former attorney that he confronted Alvin Bragg in the grand jury proceedings and, and uh, accusing him of withholding hundreds of pages of mitigating exculpatory evidence and cherry picking six pages and proceeding to tell the grand jury what a liar Michael Cohen is. And then also, <clears throat> the wide release of Cohen's letter in which he declared that Donald Trump knew nothing about this payment. It had nothing to do with elections and had everything to do with him just deciding he was going to pay this woman to shut up about a false allegation in order to spare Melania Trump. But then we were supposed to have the grand jury was supposed to proceed today. Of course, Alvin Bragg is coming out and criticizing Trump, saying Trump just really blew this out of proportion. Trump made a false accusation that he was going to be arrested, right? Let's say he did. First of all, I don't believe that he did. I believe that they expected, prior to Costello going before them today and prior to the release, they expected to indict President Trump, right? I mean, it's New York. You know, so what then Cohen is a convicted perjurer? You know, know, the citizens in New York wanted, you know, Trump indicted, right? And I, I, but so I absolutely think that Trump expected to be arrested. But let's pretend for a moment, Skins. And I, you know what? I hadn't even invited my man. I haven't even introduced my man, Skins. I was so excited for tonight's show. So let me rewind. Because speaking of crime, I got to bring in my partner who's here with me every night of the week. My partner in crime. It's DJ Potato Skins. I can't hear you, my man. I can't hear you. It's part of recording millions of shows every day. Now you can hear me. Yes. I said there's actually, because you had to rewind, there's people coming to indict you at your studio right now. (laughs) But let's say for a second... That Trump made it up, that okay. he made he, that he made a false accusation that he was going to be arrested so that he could bring some attention to the way that he's being persecuted by the Department uh-huh. of Justice in this country, as well as Alvin Bragg saying he made it up just so he could rile up the Republican Party to try to drag Alvin Bragg in front of Congress. Because remember, Jim Jordan and Styler and James Comer sent a letter to him and said, we expect you to show up. Right. And explain yourself mm-hmm. as to your prosecutorial abuse. Let's say that that was that was Trump's play. Is that not brilliant? Nobody does it better. Did it not work? OK, let's say if he did. Right. I don't think that he did. But if he did, <clears throat> hat, tip, clap. hat tip to him, as well as to the fact that it might have led to this exchange today with a Republican representative who was uh, who was speaking to. I think this was an ATF official. Yes, it was an ATF official today in which, uh, of course, because today we had we had conversations and, and we're going to have our special guest in the studio in a moment to talk about the dust up today and the left's plan to continue through a variety of different means, attack your Second Amendment rights. So this ATF official was there today and the conversation uh, comes into play about background checks. And so this Republican official starts, you know, quizzing him innocently on, you, you know, what it means to lie on a background check. And if you lie on a background check, what might possibly be the penalty under the criminal code for that and it didn't go the way the democrats really wanted it to go clip four wilcox 
If a person lies on Form 4473 and is a user of unlawful drugs, um, you can get between five to ten years for that. Is that correct? Is that my understanding? No, I I believe Congress changed the uh, sentence uh, last Congress. Uh, What is that sentence now? Up to 15. Up to 15 years. Uh, Why hasn't Hunter Biden been prosecuted for the crime that he committed? Oh, I'm not aware of the facts of that case and can't comment on it. Okay, who do we talk to to see why this uh, case is not being prosecuted? I mean, he said very clearly in his book that he used drugs. He had uh, gun, a gun, at least a gun. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. State your point of order. Totally irrelevant and not germane to this proceeding. Uh, he, sir, he's, he's got his five minutes. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> I, I understand why um, you do not want Mr. Wilcox to answer that question. It's very clear why you don't want Because there's a dual system of justice in America. That's what's going on right now, and everybody's talking about it mm-hmm. across America. There's two standards of justice that are, um, that are going on. Hat tip to this dude. This is why it was so important for the Republican Party to gain control of the House. And if we only had the Senate, too, but for bozos over there, McConnell. But this is this is what you've got to do. You've got to. Of course, the Democrats didn't want that to go. Oh, it's irrelevant. No, it's not. We're talking about crime and justice in this country. And in particular, when you're going after Second Amendment rights of law abiding citizens, you can't be you can't be coming short. You can't be you can't be taking shortcuts and in and, and, and applying the rule of law separately like we've got in this country. Hunter Biden bragged about breaking gun laws in this country and lying on a background check. And yet we've got a former president of the United States being railroaded all over the place in our justice system, whether it's happening at the DOJ with the with the United States attorney general in D.C. or whether it's happened in the Southern District of New York or whether it's happened in a DA's office in Manhattan, whether it's happened in a Georgia courtroom or whether it happened anywhere else or will happen anywhere else. Or like when his home was raided down in Mar-a-Lago, the American people are sick and tired of two sets of laws in this country. And they're coming for innocent Americans. And they're doing it from a variety of different standpoints. And this should send a chill up the, up the spine of every American when you remember that if they could, Trump said, if they can come for me, they can come for you. And if they can throw a bunch of innocent Americans into the gulag and deny them bond hearings, keep them locked up for two years, deny them bail, it's scary. And what right now stands between us and a tyrannical government and completely taking us over and controlling every aspect of our lives. Not much. It's our Second Amendment rights. And that's it. That's what it's about. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got a couple of experts on a variety of things related to guns and your Second Amendment rights. It's the gentleman from Self-Reliance Security Training. And you're going to hear their perspective on your Second Amendment rights and how you can defend yourself against a whole lot of bad guys. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170, The Answer, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show on this Friday Eve. I actually have not eaten my donuts yet. They're sitting here. I got a little mini pack, but I'm ready to munch down on these a little bit later on in the show. Right now, I'm too excited to eat because I got two amazing patriots in the studio with us tonight. They are heroes, in my opinion, because they work with American people in order to pr- learn how to protect themselves which is an integral part of it's tied to protecting the second amendment. Right. And we played this clip before the ATF guy, Hunter Biden, you know, they, they, they act like the left acts like coming for our guns makes them heroes and that they're out to protect people when really what they're about is about if they really cared about taking, uh, protecting people and kids, right. They'd be hardening the schools. We wouldn't have had Uvalde. We know what this game is about. Right. And so, you know, I I always appreciate the patriots and the heroes out there that understand our Second Amendment rights, that are working with American citizens in order to feel comfortable and confident and safe and how to use their firearms. Right. And that's what it's about. So joining me tonight in studio, I wish we were able to do Facebook Live, but they hate me and they keep restricting me. We got Mike and Jeff from Self-Reliance Security Training. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. All right. Um, I follow y'all on Instagram. Uh, by the way, you got to follow these guys on Instagram. One of the memes y'all had today was brilliant. You said a man's power is in three places. It's in the ballot box. It's in the jury box. And it's in the cartridge box. That's right. right. Boom like, shakalaka. Yeah, Explain. Uh, that's the three places we have to be. It has to be right. in, in one of those places. We can't continue to stay back, silent, and not stand up for the things that we hold dear. All mm-hmm. our beliefs. Right. And and when you talk about the cartridge box and, and our power, it's it's to me, it's twofold. It's the power to defend myself. Well, first of all, it's really three. You know, in Louisiana, our license plate says sportsman's paradise, right? I mean, we're fisher hunter people, you know, where I come from. So it's the right to live life the way I want to live it and be able to hunt and fish or whatever. It's the, the right to, to self-defense and the, and the ability to protect myself from an overreaching government. Right. right. That, that's yes. coming at me. That's coming at me. And and they and the left knows that no matter how much they try to lie and and try to demean us and degrade us. We know what the game the game is. In fact, Cori Bush today, <clears throat> she had some she had some really obnoxious, crazy things to say. See, as Hillary Clinton's best friend, Lanny Davis, said many years ago, when the left can't win the argument on the merits, it seeks to demean and diminish the person with whom they disagree. And right now, they've got to do that to an entire, I don't know, how, what, 60 million Americans, 200 Mer- million Americans who understand the, the value of our Second Amendment rights and understand our right to, to bear arms and why it's important to us in our self-defense. And that's what Cori Bush was all about today, from saying crap like, um, you know, uh, Republicans just refuse to accept common sense regulations and and you know acting as though we don't care about you know people's lives to her saying this it got really absolutely disgustingly um, propagandistic and nasty today skins please play clip three we're coming for the end of weak gun laws that allow people to buy an assault rifle and kill and traumatize school children traumatize teachers and traumatize grocery patrons That's what we're coming for. And it doesn't require taking away people's right to bear arms. Our work is about saving people's lives. We will not succumb to the nihilist, insurrectionist view of the Second Amendment. We will not allow the apologists for gun violence to win. We will double down on a public health response to the public health emergency that is gun violence in our country. 
And together, we will end this crisis once and for all. Wow. That's some crazy talk. It's all about the socialist propaganda. That's exactly right. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's like I said before I played the clip. If they cared about anybody's lives in the emergency, for children, for example, um, uh, they first of all, the FBI, every time we have some mass shooter, it's somebody who's known to the FBI, right? And they just didn't do anything about it because they're, they're, they're too busy trying to you know, go after you know, Trump and other people. But they would be hardening the schools. Right. Meanwhile, if we had more people out there able to defend themselves with the right to bear arms, the right to carry and trained in order to do so, how many lives would we save? You guys posted something that I shared on Facebook today, and this is important. And we don't have enough people sharing this kind of information. And you need to know this. You need to know. Let me turn my sound down because I don't have skins running my running my technology on my phone here. This, I thought these stats today were hugely important for what you guys, what you guys shared on your site. On, uh, let me get to these numbers here. Law-abiding citizens use guns to defend themselves against criminals 2.5 million times every year, or about 6,850 times per day. That number is huge. This means that each year firearms are used more than 80 times more often to protect the lives of honest citizens rather than take innocent lives. Concealed carry laws have reduced the murder rates by an average of eight and a half percent in states that have enacted them. The sad reality of that is, is the they don't want you to know that they don't want you to know that that use of force to save your life is happening every day. How many people's lives are being saved, not taken, because of the ability to defend yourself? And we live in this world that we're going to continue to take, continue to take, and so many people continue to give. We have to stand that ground. Mm-hmm. As we were talking before we came on, we talk about you know first responders. You are the first responder. Mm-hmm. You don't have minutes to wait. No. You don't have time to stay on hold. You don't have time to give your address. And, and by the way, you won't be able to anyway. Under stress, you're not going to be able to pick up the phone and dial 911. And we could tell you story after story of that. And students through the years that we've had in and they tell the exact same story. It doesn't work that way. Right. And I don't know if y'all remember these gun free zones too. just make me crazy. I mean, how do you put a target on people's backs? Put up a big sign that says gun free zone. Mm-hmm. And, and after the Aurora shooting, I don't know if y'all know how crazy it got with these Colorado legislators. They decided after the Aurora shooting that a women, in order to defend themselves, could use their bodily fluids for self-defense. Uh, I, now, and y'all do self-defense training. Do, do you do you encourage do. women? Is that part of your self-defense training? <laughs> no, that's not do part of Do you spit no, or no. whatever? female i mean is that insane it's funny that you say that because i actually had posted that on our facebook page and it was removed uh because that was not it wasn't viable information it was violent uh violent that was what your that was your guys's words to use those not ours so what we've learned through through all of this time and training especially with brand new um brand new shooters and we're seeing Honestly, probably 95%, Mike, yeah. of our business probably is people that have never touched a gun before. Mm. And in our in our in some of our other training, we learned recently, we were talking uh, with Stacy about a little bit ago, that a lot of the uh, the young people, we my daughter, she's eight years old. When she Aww. was seven, she wanted to be a one of our role players in some of our classes. And so one of the things that we, that we did was we have the student walking with her as their daughter uh, through a park setting. 
and we have a couple of other role players set up strategically outside. They were very uh, keyed to to one of the role players, but they never really paid attention behind him. And out of the 10 students we had in that class, not one single one of those people could save my daughter. They were armed. They were armed? They were armed with with training guns. They were armed, and not one person could save my daughter. They all froze. Every one of them. And one of them, wow. the worst, the worst, Andrea, the, the, was it was heartbreaking to me. Number one, to hear my daughter, even though I know it was role playing, screaming, "Daddy, help me! Daddy, help me!" <gasps> that was hard. But when she came back, one of the students that actually froze completely, he couldn't move. He, she came back to him, and now picture this little seven-year-old girl. She looks up at him and very seriously says to him, "I thought you were supposed to try to save me." Oh, my god! And it, it broke my heart. And we learned from that class that our kids are not being taught how to slow, not to hurt. What's a seven-year-old, gonna, seven-year-old girl going to do to a big guy? She can slow him down. Yeah. She might not be able to hurt him, but she can slow him down. And for all the you mama bears out there listening, I pity the fool that decides to try to take your kid if you have the training on how to help them. Right. Well, and, and every once in a while, we hear all the time, really, about you know an ab- attempted abduction of a kid you know, outside of school or something. We hear it all the time. Every once in a while, I hear a good news story that a kid got away from somebody. And because most of the time, that's not the case. We teach children to, to comply we to do. adults. Yes. Right. And, you know, my parents, I'm the daughter of two Marines. And, you know, my parents were like, there's only two people that are allowed to pick you up from school. You know, me and, you know, mom and dad. But I guarantee you at six or seven or eight, if somebody come to me and said your mama's in the hospital, I probably would have gotten a car. You know, if I had because I didn't have any specific training. Right. right. Or or somebody had abducted me. So let's talk about we're, we're talking to Mike and Jeff from SRST's Self-Reliance Security Training. Let's talk about all your different programs that y'all have there. Okay. Okay. And and one thing I just want to add to, we created a program because of that event. That class we learned that kids didn't know and it opened our eyes that we need to actually create a curriculum for this exact thing. And so we created a kidna- anti-kidnapping class. Wow. Uh, we we start uh Mike you want to touch base well, on that? Well, y- you would think kids know how to scream when they're in trouble, right? Right. Uh we had to teach kids what to say and how to scream while they were getting grabbed. Wow. Because they were quiet. They were silent. Was it that they froze too? Like they the froze. With the guns? It's fight or flight, right? They froze. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to teach them exactly how to scream and what to say. And what we taught them to say was very loud, stop, you're not my dad. Stop, you're not my mom. That's very important because it tells everybody else around. Well, I mean, if you think about it, if you see a parent or an adult and a, ki- a kid screaming, what's your first thought? Kids having a tantrum. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, and then you, I was a kid. Right. Yeah. And Flashback. then you just, you kind of ignore it and walk <laughs> yeah. away. But yeah. if a kid's screaming, going, stop, you're not my dad. Stop, you're not my dad. That's going to get your attention. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so as far as the courses go, you would ask the question, we really believe in a foundational level. We believe that if you can't see the threat... All the tools, all the training in the world is not going to matter. So being able to see the threat before it happens and avoid it at all costs, that's first and foremost. Everything else is is the, I missed something. Okay, well, let's, let me yeah. interrupt real quick yeah. because with all this crime wave we've got happening everywhere, it's like you're not safe to go to the mall. You're not, you come out of the grocery store, you know, wherever you are, um, you know, I'm going to say it. I mean, see, downtown with the homeless population, with most uh, where they're drug addicted and mentally ill, it's dangerous. There it is. So, I mean, what types of 
threats are they trained on? In, well, in yeah, yeah, first of all, you have to understand where you're going, what environment you're in, right? Like you, you mentioned the homeless area. Yeah. You have to understand that. And if you don't really need to be in that area, you probably shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And if you are, if you must be in that area, because maybe you work around that area, mm-hmm. you need to be hyper alert of your surroundings and being able to identify, again, we talked about what looks normal and what doesn't. Right. So you mm-hmm, have to, mm-hmm. like Jeff was saying earlier, we want you to identify a problem before it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then once you identify it, we want you to be able to come up with a plan on how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't wait till it gets in your face. Okay. And that plan may be, okay, this, this thing is coming closer. I need to turn around and walk away. Mm-hmm. That may be your plan. Because what happens is if you don't come up with that plan, fight. Fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. Okay. You're going to go into, you're going to go into that fight, flight, or freeze, and now you're trying to figure it out mm-hmm. when you're under extreme stress. That's why you do the role playing. Right. Exactly. In our in One our of the reasons in yes. our in our top and and I'm jumping a little bit, but at our top pinnacle of training and force on force, we had a lady, a uh, dear friend of mine, actually. Uh, she's a concealed carry holder. She carries a gun. One of the scenarios was she. We take the students out of a green room. They have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, all of a sudden, this one of our role players comes out from behind a wall with a baseball bat, and he walks towards her, saying, "I'm going to br- I'm going to smash your head in." All she has to do, Andrea, she's probably forty feet away, probably from this from the role player. All she has to do, and he's walking, he's not going fast. She just has to open her purse, grab the training gun. And engage. She couldn't unzip the purse. Wow. So she learned a very valuable lesson. So the training that we want to give you is visualize, see the indicators, get away. But if you can't, here's all the tools, and we will provide you with every single tool. The, the response from people, especially recently with, new, with moms and brand new gun owners, we have uh, two students this weekend that have never touched a gun. They've mm-hmm. never touched one. Wow. So they're for their very first time, at the end of the day, to have those people, ladies especially, come up to us and give us a hug with tears in their eyes. Empowered. Literally mm-hmm. empowered. Mm-hmm. And, and come up and look us in the eyes, tears, saying, you changed my life today. Mm-hmm. That's why we do what we do. Wow. Yeah. And the thing is, is that there, there's, you know, different gun um, training classes on how to use a gun. But if you're not training somebody on how to deal to to um, see a threat. See a threat, and then how to and and how to be prepared emotionally and mentally and psychologically. Right. Then the gun's not going to do you any good. Does you've got you've you got a mirror. Okay, can y'all stick around? Sure. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We come back more with Mike and Jeff from uh, Self Reliant Security Training. I also want to hear about home and, uh, home reviews that you guys do, and you help people come up with with safety measures in the home. Right. All right. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Just sitting here having a great time talking to two amazing patriots who, um, and one of them is like a bad dude. He's a bad <laughs> oh <my God>. man. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, I am in the presence of some badness, and y'all know how much I love that. We're going to continue our discussion, though, because these guys share their badness and help people in San Diego. 
and help people in San Diego be trained on how they can defend themselves. It's great. I know many of my listeners out there are are weapons owners and are trained on their weapons, but there's so much more to being prepared to defend yourself uh, than just owning and even knowing how to operate a gun. So let's pick up the discussion about your gun classes and and what y'all have there. I know that your your tagline is, it starts with an attitude. Mindset. Mindset. So, I mean, what's that mindset about? Like, do I have to pull out when I come in there like my inner Rambo from like First Blood? You know, Colonel Troutman said he's trained eating things that would make a billy go puke. Like, do I got to be like bad? Like, You have to decide that your life and your loved one's lives are worth defending. That's the mindset. It has to change. I've had people sit at our kitchen table that said I could never, ever hurt another human being. And I said, that's fine. I mean, there are there are passive people in our society that that truly do believe that. But I would ask the question, if you walked in on your daughter being raped by somebody, oh, then that's all. I'll I'll destroy Mm -hmm. that guy. Okay, so we know the line, right? Mm -hmm. We just have to change. we, We have to change the mindset. Mm-hmm. And, and the mindset, and the reason why I was asking jokingly, even though First Blood is one of my favorite movies, um, is that the mindset doesn't have to be somebody that's rough and tough. It doesn't have to be somebody 35 years old and, you know, 12% body fat. It can be, you know, middle-aged women like me, right? I mean, your classes are for everybody, yes? Absolutely, yes. yeah. And that mindset that I'm going home tonight. I'm I'm going home. I'm not going to I'm not going to be going home in a body bag either. Right. I am going to save my family. I am going to save myself and I pity the guy that chose me today. Yeah. Oh, that's a good mindset yeah. to have. Let's talk about the homes cuz y'all do uh, vulnerability assessments for homes. T- tell everybody about that. Yeah. So the the vulnerability assessments, what I did overseas is I used to go to the, these different places and I used to conduct these vulnerability assessments for other Americans to come over there, okay? And so what we did was we kind of morphed it into a just doing it for homes, okay, for people that want to find out where their, where their vulnerabilities are in their homes and how they can how, how they can change that. So, so like physical vulnerabilities, like your windows, your doors? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, we, use, we use this thing called the, um, the circle of security, Okay, and not only do we do homes, we start off with a whole neighborhood, all right, and how your neighbors can be your first line of defense. Then we go into the home, which you got fences, you got animals, you got your dogs. Then we go inside the home. My boy Gator ain't no help to me in self defense. <laughs> yeah. He's twelve pounds of sugar. Yeah, and then we got we got inside the home, you know, where you have like you might have a safe room. Mm-hmm. So we talk about all of these. We actually go to your house and we point out different things. Locks that you can change, lighting that you can change, possible areas where bad people could hide mm. when you're coming home. So we'll That's show you. The, we'll show you these areas. Okay, that way you kind of you understand that when I come home in the middle of the night, that area right there and that area right there are two possible areas where somebody could be hiding. Mm-hmm. And then you can develop a plan on how to deal with that if somebody's hiding there. Like, uh, like, it, or, and you can actually, do you help with like prevention? Like maybe if you get some motion detector lights or do, like, oh, yes. that kind of thing is yeah, that's we, part we, of the assessment. We talk about cameras. We talk about motion detectors. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, different types of locks, 
Jeff, you want to add anything to that? No, I, I think that there's there's just key takeaways we tell people. Uh, garage doors, how vulnerable they are for somebody to get in a garage door with just a coat hanger, the biggest door in your house. Even if it's one that's like, you know, you need the, yep. the code, yep. the code. Because when, when yep. you think about where that little safety cord that everybody knows with the little red handle on it. I didn't it's, know about it's that. It's right, right next to your garage door. <laughs> if, you, if you run a coat hanger up in there and grab a hold of that cord, you can open the biggest door in your house in about 10 seconds. Oh. So we want to we want to try to help people with that don't leave your gates unlocked don't leave your um electrical panel unlocked lock that we had a a case uh somebody we knew that actually uh they come out and and they had turned the power off and the homeowner decided to go out and and look and he looked outside and everybody else's lights were on but for whatever reason go outside and see there were guys actually outside Mm. waiting for him and now we're going to have a home invasion thank god he got back in the house before that happened but that's the kind of things we have to be very careful about again just a proactive mindset right uh during the break you were telling me to get back to the gun classes you were telling me about you know you've had people who've taken gun classes at other places and come to you and said that what they did before was like it, it wasn't even helpful compared to what y'all do explain well in the in the beginning a lot of these beginning classes and this is not against anybody else's business because we don't run like that uh but what people go and get out of something they don't know what they don't know Mm -hmm. so they gain this information they go oh my gosh i'm equipped and i actually helped on and i will not mention names but i actually helped range a uh, a woman's defense gun class and at the end of that class i left feeling guilty that mm. I, I, that woman, she was so happy for the information I gave her, and I wasn't allowed to give the information that she needed. Mm. So what we've been able to do, and, and this has come from our students, they've said, hey, I took this two-hour class, you know, when I buy a gun. We went down and we went to so-and-so range, and they did a training. Uh, and then they come to us and they said, wow, we, we learned more in the first two hours mm. than all of the other training we've had from you guys. We really, really break it down. Right. Yeah. Um, we're talking to Mike and Jeff from Self-Reliance Security Training. So um, tell everybody what's involved then in the training, in the programs. I mean, is it like an all day? Is it two hours? Is it multiple weekends? What's involved? Well, I, I will add this. It, it is, it's funny because Mike and I have talked, we really need two-day classes. Mm-hmm. But to get somebody to take two days is, is, is hard. Yeah. So one day minimum. There's there's no nothing else other than a one day minimum. He's wanting everybody to do like his boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, but at the end. But here's the struggle. And I had a, I had a friend of mine the other day said, Hey, can you just do like a two hour class for us? And I said, No, I can't. Because mm, I'm not going to give you any good information. You're going to yeah. leave here feeling like you've got something, and I can't do that. So we're going to make sure you leave uh, with empowered. Uh, and as we were talking a little bit over the break, to have these students at the end of the day, most of which are uh, this weekend, we have a class, uh, two gals have never touched a gun before. Mm. At the end of that class, watching those students come up to us with tears in their eyes, grabbing a hold of us, giving us a hug and say, you changed my life today. Mm. That's why we do what we do. Well, and that's why I wanted you on the show tonight. Thank you. Because I regularly, I mean, obviously, y'all know I give opinions here, but I've, I've tried to incorporate more news people can use and more segments that give people content and ideas that can actually make their lives better Absolutely. in some way, yes, besides just giving my ideas. And everybody knows I talk a lot about the crime wave happening in this country, but even before it got this bad and this crazy on the streets, we've always had crime in this country and we've always had the right to, to defend ourselves. And, and even 
if you take a gun class, it doesn't mean you're trained and prepared to deal with something. But then there's also other types of threats that you face going around in life um, that that you may be able to prevent or avoid just by being taught how to be cognizant of your surroundings. So there's so much more to getting trained in self-defense than just how to put a bullet in your gun and aim straight. Well, and, and what I was starting to allude to in the beginning was the foundational approach, right? Our Condition Yellow Seminar is teaching you how uh, to see the threat, mm-hmm. and then we go to our hands-on self-defense class, our street combatives class, and then we go to gun training. So we're ramping up versus, you know, we're going to just teach you how to shoot people. That's not, that's not, what, we're, that's not what we're about. Mm-hmm. We want you to be safe. We want you to be effective. And one of our students really was something that I've shared with a lot of people through the years. She said what I took away from this was her daughter was traveling abroad. She said, I sleep better at night mm-hmm. knowing I have this information. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the reason that people are coming to our classes is because they're fearful. Yeah. They're fearful of the world around them, and, and we scary. want to help that. It is scary, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and you know the the police. We don't have enough of them. No, they're busy doing other things. I had an. I told y'all before the show an incident that I had. I've actually talked about it here on the show where I had a guy trying to get in at me Thanksgiving weekend. I was home by myself, and this is in a very nice neighborhood in 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 uh, San Diego and La Jolla. Cops never came, and never came, and um, I ran him off by you know just holding up my shotgun, and he saw it through the glass and. And, and he ran off. Um, and I was and I was able to with the cops never coming. I was able to sit there with with some peace. And I don't know if I hadn't had that. I don't know what I would have done. But I have not had. I'm going to admit to y'all. I I, I had that. I, I've shot it before. I've used it. But I've never had to defend. If he had come through the door, I don't know. Would I have frozen? Mm-hmm. I don't know what you I would have. I have no you idea. I was able to run him off by the by, you know, waving it at him. But I don't know what I. I don't know how I would have handled it. And I, the house was up on a hill with no backyard. I had no way to get out of that house if he had come in on me. Well, so be- we've got one minute left, guys. And the best place to learn that is in a training environment mm-hmm. where it doesn't cost you your life. Exactly. Right? Do it where do, find out what's going to happen to your body, the sympathetic nervous system response, what your body does under stress when your heartbeat goes from 60 to 220 almost instantly. Your life will change, it, mm. and it's probably not going to change the way you thought it was going to change. And one of our goals also is to make you look like an unattractive target. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay, so when a criminal sees you, just your demeanor, they go, No. That person is too hard. I'm not going to get away with it. I'm going to go down and find somebody else. Yeah. So the confidence uh, it shows in your body yes, language, absolutely. as well as you know, you're looking around. Different, for, different. I'm sure y'all teach different yes. techniques. You're not walking through a parking lot with a with a cell phone in your hand, looking down. No, and standing in and parking in, in a dark place, and then standing fiddling for your keys. I see women doing that all the time. It's yes. like why you wait till you're at your car. That's right. You know, yeah. before you dig in for your keys. Tell everybody how they can get information and get a hold of y'all. Uh, our website, srstcourses.com, um, is a great way to sign up for classes, see the classes we offer. Our email, uh, if you're interested in information, is info at srstinc.com. And our office phone number is 760-738-8830. And I love y'all's Instagram account. Tell everybody uh, how to follow you on Instagram. Uh, I think it's srst.inc. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. I'm sure they could go on your page and <laughs> yeah. find us too. Yeah. So thank you for that plug. Of course. All right, guys. Thank you for thank coming you so in much. tonight. Andrea, thank you so much. All really, right. truly. Take it easy. We'll yeah. have you back real soon. Thank you. All right. Now stay tuned. We got more Andrea K show coming up after this break. 888-344-1170. If you want to call in, do you have a story where, where you were put on the defensive? How'd you, how'd you do? Did you freeze? 888-344-1170. Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was just munching my donuts uh, during the break. Uh, we're going to quickly go to the phones in the time we have left in this hour. Gus from San Diego is on the line, and he wants to weigh in on uh, defending yourself. Hey, Gus, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, let me just tell you, first of all, I'm so proud to hear that you did what you did, and at the same time tell you that happens again, shoot. Shoot now, answer questions later, because there's no telling what's on the other side trying to get at you yeah it was disappointing that the cops never came and yeah, in where they're understaffed yeah I, I i run a business in a community that has in lemon grove has one sheriff for all of lemon grove so wow there's a lot of us there that carry but it's great to hear Especially someone like you. I'm a bigger fella, so <laughs> for me, for me, I can handle myself. But even myself, uh, you know, I found myself up against a group of four guys. Ooh! I drew my weapon and I saw it right away, and that's when you really see them scatter. So, so well, it, it's it's it, that's a good story because it's like uh, Mike and Jeff were saying. You know, you you've got to you've got to see the threat. And be able to respond to it, you know, quick enough. And you, it sounds like you did, you know, um, you had, you had time to, to draw it. You know, we have, we have a weapon for a purpose mm-hmm. and, and, and that's the old saying, shoot now, answer questions later. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Na- I, what was it? Nancy Pelosi said a couple of years ago, something about, um, uh, I can't remember what it was. I'm going to have to Google it. It was some dumb statement, kind of like, uh, you need to, you, you know, give them time, try to talk them out of it first or something. I think Skins oh, is going to yeah. try to Google sure that. Yeah. It was just such a talk stupid, it, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, they don't, it, you know, they, uh, they know that we're a culture um, that, uh, you know, is uh, going back to the beginning it, it, and our founders understood it well, which is why we have our Second Amendment rights. Our culture as Americans. I'm so, and, and and the reason why I'm saying that is, don't you get tired, Gus? I know I do when I hear that we're the o- America's the only country with the Second Amendment or the only country where people were so America's so obsessed with buying guns. Well, this is one of the reasons why we're the greatest country in the history of the world. Right. Because our founders um appreciated and used those weapons to defend us and fight off the forces of tyranny and that's what the, why the second amendment exists and it's also how we fed ourselves and and we weapons fight off bad guys and you know this is this is who we are and if 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 somebody in this country doesn't like it go move somewhere else you know w- w- with republicans we say look 
and and some Democrats too. Second, I'll just say Second Amendment people. It's like, hey, if you don't, if you're scared of guns and you don't like guns, don't buy one. Why do you have to take them away from law-abiding, innocent Americans? Right, and it's because they don't want us to be able to defend ourselves. They want us hopeless. So, Gus, thanks well, for calling. Not, Appreciate it. That it's not. It's also. It's also to rise up when our government gets out of control. Absolutely, absolutely, Gus. You thank know, you for calling in. Appreciate thank you. you I'm proud of you. Thank you. God bless you guys. God bless you too. Stay safe. And you guys, stick around. We got another hour coming up. Don't go anywhere. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.